podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening. I am Sai and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of wrestling series, keeping it real with my man, Andrew Thompson. You can watch the video versions of this series and all our other series on youtube.com slash acepodcastnation or the audio version at the usual radio and podcasting apps. We've got a ton of uh, interviews and exclusive interviews at that on various subjects, whether you're a wrestling fan, a cricket fan, a soccer fan, or a football fan, as you should be, an MMA fan. We've got all sorts of stuff. I've got a whole list of exclusive interviews with uh, Cage Warriors fighters in the run-up to the event, which is finishing around about now. And this week, dropped a load of them. We've got uh, exclusive guests on our football show every week including world-class international footballers. We had legendary cricketers on our show. We just do it all. Conspiracy theories, you name it. We got a show or a series about it, and I'm very, very excited to say that in the next week to 10 days, I will be recording and uh, announcing a very special mini-series, a five-episode with some fantastic guests on an emotional, thought-provoking subject, which I hope will open a lot of eyes for people, help people, and uh, help us as a channel. But on we go with the wrestling. Lots to talk about as usual. And uh, joining me is PostWrestling.com's writer and interviewer, the man with the best wrestling interviews on YouTube, Mr. Andrew Thompson. How goes it, my friend? I I am highly offended that it took that long to introduce me. I'm very very offended, sir. It's just dragging it out, mate. Drag, <laughs> dragging it out. So, so I got know. some got some exciting stuff coming. Something which I'm well excited about, but I'm not allowed to talk about yet. So, so you know, it was good. It was good. So how you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, uh, your head going back, man. Look at yeah. you. You bald like five weeks ago. Can see the grey coming through the side. The age is getting to me, man. The age. The time catches up with us all, but uh, you know, it is where it is. You bring the youth, I bring the good looks. That's all we need. Skin, 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 still looking clear, man. Continue, continue that streak of not being racist. I heard. I'm telling you, that's the that's the thing. Yeah, I don't. It's not difficult for me, man. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know why people find it so hard. That, um, I'm, t- I'm telling people that's that's the cure to get you <laughs> to keep your skin <laughs> to keep your skin clear. <laughs> but like. Why do people find it so difficult not to say fucking offensive, dumb shit? I I'm don't understand you. it. I see it week in, week out on Twitter, Facebook, social media. I don't know if it's people trying to sound... Sometimes I think it's these pe- women and guys trying to sound like they've got their finger on the pulse and they're intelligent oh, see, see. and they're woke and they say the dumbest shit of everyone. You, 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 you literally just sparked something that I just remember. Did you see Tessa Blanche's apology that she put out? I haven't, but I because you I did see a tweet from someone like referencing it, yeah. um, but I have not seen it. I will bring ba- it up ba- now. Ba- basically, it, it, it's, too, it's too long to read, bro. <laughs> but basically, basically, the whole the, the thing that stick out the most when she basically she just continued denied that she didn't say call uh, La, La Rosa Negra the N word, that she's continuously denying that. 
So, but I thought she, um, like, there was numerous witnesses to that. There was. There was. <laughs> she, but the last time she posted about it, she dug herself uh, like a huge yeah, because she denied hole, it again, and she just denied it. It's like, and, and it, it, this is the thing: the Rosa Nager wasn't even the one who brought it up. Addison K brought it up because she was yeah. there when it happened, and then La Rosa confirmed it. So La Rosa, I only think she further spoke on it after that. She just confirmed that it happened and then left it alone. Mm. And then Tessa, and then Tessa continuously denied, 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 denied that it didn't happen. But I think we all kind of knew what happened. I mean, I, honestly, bro, I, I honestly think it would have done her so much better if she would have just came out of the gate and just admitted that she had done it and sort of with the route of I, I wasn't that wasn't me all those yeah. years ago. I changed. I think people. I, I don't think people probably would have forgave her, but I think it would have it would have been some people that would forgave her. It ended up been easier on her to just own up to it. The thing is, if she had owned it. Like not owned it, but like said, yes, I said it. This was the reason I had this going on, or you know, whatever it was. Um, she's more likely then to say, I don't know. People, her peers, are more likely to kind of say, you know, yeah, she was going through a tough time, and it's not like her, and she's not like that. And I've never, you know, I've known her for twenty years, and she isn't racist or whatever. Okay. But because she keeps digging that hole, no one's coming to her defense rightly so oh, no, do you no, know she, what i mean like real, she real, won't real quick just add that she she definitely had her uh her fair share of russell's who was who was backing her up and what she was saying uh brian cage was under the comments melissa santos joey ryan out of all people was in the Jesus comments Christ. you're right <laughs> right was in the comment it, it was a it was a couple of other wrestlers in there man like they you know that i mean once you i can't see, them, see it i can't uh, see it on her twitter no it's, it's on uh, instagram Oh, right, okay. They, they commented on Instagram, but yeah. I mean that. I, I think that just kind of lets you know all you need to know right there about yeah. what they about what they think. They don't think she said nothing wrong, you know. They I just, you know, it's just simple. Shit. Like, I mean, no, no. Like honestly, I'm telling you, like if she would have just owned it from the jump, and you know, because I mean, like I, I think it, it's a relation part to it to where we all can admit that we all said dumb shit when we were younger. Oh, but I, I mean, sure. I mean, but I I ain't never said no stupid ass shit like you know. Hmm. To the shit that she, the extent that she did, I said dumb shit before, but like she, she was on some other shit. But like, still, like I, friend, I, I, I am so glad that they didn't have social media when I was like 15, 16, 17, 18, because I said and did so much dumb shit. I would have posted on social media the first thing which came out of my mind all the time, and I would have been unemployable. Hmm. But I was lucky; I didn't have to deal with that. Everyone has done dumb shit. Everyone has made mistakes. Exactly. It's how you come through them, how you deal with them. And part of dealing with the mistakes you make is owning them and saying, you know, yes, I did do it. Yes, I did something wrong. And I need to do something about that behavior or I need to change or I need to, well, you know, whatever the mistake may be. But when you just deny it, deny it, deny it, and people know that your denial is bullshit, you're never going to get past it. Like people, and people would have reminded her about it anyway, rightly. But because she keeps denying it, it's never going to go away. Because every time she says something or does something or signs for someone or everyone is always going to just pull it up all the time. Because she won't admit what other people witnessed. And I think that's a huge problem for her. Do you yeah. think that's why she hasn't been signed by WWE? No, I don't know. Come on, like, dog, they got Hulk Hogan on the pick. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose it is that. But, 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 
but still, but like I, it's not a great look, is it? When you, nah, nah, nah. No, see, what, what Hogan, what I, what I think that WWE thinks is Hogan's overall star power will override any of the bad that he's yeah, done. Yeah, there's, there's enough apologists. Yeah, for him, it, isn't there? exactly. But with Tessa, I don't, I don't think it's that many that will publicly come out and you know. And and, and, and and then with the Hogan thing, I think the thing that WWE always tries to get away with is there so so many wrestlers there they loved Hogan growing up, so they can look past the fact that what he said. Like, besides the black wrestlers, for the most part, they they, they ain't you know they ain't going for it. But most of the wrestlers there, they like you know Hulk Hogan was my favorite growing up. Yada yada yada, all that bullshit right there. So you know it's all good yeah. though, man. That, that's like, you know she she, she wanted to come, she wanted to come come to grips one day. Oh, I'm surprised the WWE. I thought they would sign her um, in the summer. I thought that it may, especially when Charlotte went and Becky went. I thought, God, they're definitely going to sign her. Um, I was surprised they haven't. Um, and you know, there's some people. There's a lot of people, celebrities, wrestlers, whoever that I wouldn't want on my podcast because of shit they've said. I would. Mm. I would interview Hulk Hogan on the condition that I could ask him anything. And if he was happy to talk about anything, and I would ask him some the questions which people want answered, and people want to hear him talk about instead of always skirting round subjects and stuff, and not just about that stuff like that he said, I'd ask him about a lot of stuff. But just don't know why not. The Hulk Hogan's going to come on my podcast. Let's be honest. I, I, I would have absolutely zero interest in speaking to that man. Like, like would you I, like I, to I, grill him though, mate, and I like really ask yeah. him the difficult questions no I have, I have no interest in getting that from him at all it's like it's past that point now but like uh, uh, like over the summer like uh, I, I did I did have like interest in interviewing Tessa Blanchard like just to ask yeah. her specifically about that situation and of course other stuff but like that was probably gonna be the first thing I asked yeah. just to clear that clear that situation up because I mean like I mean, I feel like she probably just gave me the run around anyway and said she didn't say it, you know, cool. Like, yeah. why, why the fuck would she admit it? She ain't, she haven't admitted it over the past eight months. Yeah, like, she's why the fuck not admitting it on her right. social media. <laughs> like, she's not going to just say it in a podcast, but or an interview. But I don't know. Um, all right. Um, so you just told me before the show that the collective independent show is suffering from a mass amount of uh, pullouts, wrestlers yeah. pulling out. Um, is that COVID related? Yeah, basically, for the most part, it's COVID related. I, I, I wouldn't say it's like mass amount, but it, it is a great deal of wrestlers that are that have pulled out or are thinking about pulling out just because of the fact. And, and, and most of those wrestlers, let me say, are signed to companies like Impact when they signed to AEW. Like they just, I, I don't think it's you know. Well, I, I'm pretty sure they don't think it's smart for them to be you know going to shows where uh, basically you are relying on the wrestlers to get COVID tested and you're not doing it yourself. So basically, you're, you know, and and, and it's because David Marquez kind of said the same thing when he was um when he was doing press for the uh, the, the UWN primetime show. He was mm-hmm. just like he expects the wrestlers and he hopes the wrestlers are COVID tested, but like they don't get COVID tested there. They get temperature checked there. Yeah, like you, you know what I'm saying? That's problematic for me, mate. Like you know what I'm saying? And, and like and it's just, it's kind of the same thing with the. With with the collect well not not even collecting just uh independent shows but I mean for for the most part things have been good like mm-hmm. things have been smooth obviously because they've been running shows but like I, I don't know what happened lately like it was just been an outbreak um and I guess some some promotions that that had people under contract I just like eh, I don't think so and yeah. I, I and I was gonna ask you uh 
I'm gonna let you go ahead because I know you had something to say, but I, I did want to have uh, I got a question for you uh, after that. So I was going to I was going to ask you what the situation is in America generally with COVID now because uh, where I live in uh, in Wales, um, the last few weeks I think I mentioned to you last week that there's been like local lockdowns, so like local villages and areas have been put under like you know you can only leave your house to go to the chemist or the shops or whatever. And it's been getting closer and closer to my, like where I live, and it's now. You know, we're we're on lockdown from tomorrow, and it's and there's no, a lot of those areas have had like it's for two weeks or three mm-hmm. weeks or whatever. We're on lockdown from six o'clock tomorrow night, Sunday night, and it's un, undefined amount of time, um, which is a bit worrying. But the schools are still open, um, but everything else, you know, we're on lock, um, which is sad it just doesn't seem to be going away but i was wondering like i know there i read there was a sp- another spike of cases in the wwe i believe i saw there was a case a spike of cases in AEW as well because there was a lot of guys off tv this week um and was it who was it one of the AEW wrestlers said he had it as well yeah archer um archer that's it yeah and um, what's the general situation like in america is it are they getting on top of it or is it still no I mean, for I mean, not I don't I don't really think so. I think I think I, honestly I think we about to go into that second wave of COVID here. That's kind of what mm-hmm. it feels like. But I mean, at the same time, you know, it's it's a, like a lot of different stuff. Like, dog, it, it's like kind of a a mixed bag because you know, obviously, we got everything going on with the police brutality and stuff like that. Yeah, it's black, and then we, you know, people are in the in the streets like gathering together. You know what I'm saying? But it, but it, like it's kind of like hard to like. Do the whole, you know, COVID situation like like not, not not COVID situation, but like labeling COVID on that because people are outside like really doing something that that means something in a way. Yeah, and that ain't even yeah, a way yeah. it does mean something. So it's like I, I don't know what it is, bro. It, it's just weird that like did like this shit keep happening, and then like the only thing the media kind of puts it towards is you know people got to stop doing this because COVID, and I'm like, whatever, bro. So. Yeah, I'm a, I got a whole fucking rant for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna let that go. Let that yeah, go. I can imagine, mate. I um. So what was the question you were gonna ask me? Oh, I was going. So uh, so if you AEW, uh, do, do, are you pulling Moxley from Bloodsport, and are you pulling Joy Janela from Spring Break? If they are not testing, and they're only doing temperature checks, if I'm Impact, uh, AEW, Ring of Honor, or WWE, and New Japan. If I if any of my wrestlers are going anywhere, but those places aren't doing proper COVID checks, then I probably would pull them. Yeah, just because you, you you can't afford like AEW can't afford for Moxley to go and do blood sport, get COVID, potentially give it to other people within AEW before he realizes that he's got it, and then you like you can have real real problems like real quick, and I just think that they've got to be responsible with yes you want to let your wrestlers work these independent shows and you want to support independent wrestling that's really important but equally you've got to be responsible and they, these companies have got to look after you know number one also um in themselves so if i owned those companies and i was in charge of making those decisions um you know and i'm obviously a lot of my judgment is on how covid is developing in the uk and in around me 
because I'm not, you know, I'm not in America, so I don't know quite how bad it is and whatnot. But like, that would be my take on it. I gotta be honest. Yeah. What about you? Uh, no, if I, I, I mean, I, I think it's kind of different with Joey Janela because GCW that's kind of, you know, that's home in a way. So I mean, him, yeah. him being him being off a of spring break, that's kind of, eh, I don't know about, but Mox, I don't think it's worth it. I do not think it's worth it. That's, that's your world champion right there. I, I don't know. It just I mean, causes I, so much problems, doesn't it? And, 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 then, and then we just had Ben Carter, who wrestled Scorpio Sky. He tested positive for COVID. He announced he... Such uh, a blow for him, isn't it? Yeah, and that sucks, bro. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to see. I, I know Ethan Page pulled out. Uh, we mentioned Deanna Perrazzo pulled out. She did Impact uh, Knockouts Champion, and I'm pretty sure they don't want nothing to happen to her. The Slammiversary is like in three weeks. Yeah, I mean, uh, last time I Bound for Glory is like in three weeks. So I'm pretty sure Impact was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. No. <laughs> that ain't happening. Um, you know, I hope that collective show can go ahead as planned. But yeah, unfortunately, too. it does look as if maybe it's not going to. But but it's um, like, the, the thing is, bro, it's like, it's kind of tricky because it's like, it's a whole weekend of events. And pe- I'm pretty sure people are going to be coming into town. I'm pretty sure not everybody there is lives in fucking Indiana. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure it's gonna be people coming from all yeah, over the place coming to check it out. You can't you, monitor people. You, yeah, can't, you can't do that, bro. There's no way you can do yeah. it. It's, it's, there's no way you can't do the uh, COVID track and stuff. Not with all those different people, but it's, there's no way, bro. I mean, you, you can take their information down. I'm sure, but I, I yeah, feel like but I, 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 yeah, I feel like it's just that that shit does nothing. So I mean, they they, they got a tough decision to make because I mean. When you when you look on top of that, and then on top of the fact that some of these companies gonna be like, uh, our, our wrestlers won't be a part of this. So, yeah, sad times, but because it does, COVID just doesn't look like it's going away, unfortunately. Um, okay, so let's move on to your roundup for the week. What you got? What did you have this week, my friend? Man, did, did you did you hear uh, did you hear the, the Sami Zayn podcast that he did? I did not. Man, that was it, it, you, you can search it up right now. It's called uh, the Blind Boy Podcast. Okay, the legit one of the best podcasts I've heard this year. Legit, I love Sammy Zane. When legit he's character. I think no. he's such an intelligent guy. Sammy is very, very, very intelligent. Very, very intelligent. He he came off real well on the podcast. Really, 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 really well doing the podcast. I was like, but it. it like it, it was like just an hour, like almost two hours worth of podcast. But it was I, I highly recommend that people go check that out. Like it was like really that good, and and uh, it, it was one part of course because you know I was I was searching for the for for the wrestling news in the podcast. But it, it, I mean it, it was some wrestling talking there. But I mean for the most part it was like Sammy kind of explaining uh the 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 pro wrestling business in a way to. The dude who was hosting the podcast, so that was, that was kind of like the gist of the pro wrestling talk. But it was like it was one part in there when he uh he talked about if he was banned from from going to Saudi Arabia because you know uh the uh, Sammy for serious stuff that he got going on. Mm. So he uh he talked about that and he was like um yeah the dude asked him was he banned from uh going to Saudi Arabia the WWE Saudi Arabia shows he was like uh he said I don't know I don't know the specifics on this uh. To this day, I didn't really ask because I wasn't really keen on going anyway. Uh, but WWE did a thing, a partnership of sort, 
or sign some sort of a deal to put these shows in Saudi Arabia for, I don't know, what, 10 years or something like that. And I just wasn't invited to go. And I never really dug into it too much because I wasn't keen on going to begin with. But I would like to discuss that for a moment because there's a certain amount. Um, yeah, he, he, like, it, it was just like, you know, basically saying like he, he, he really doesn't uh, know if he can go to Saudi Arabia or not because he never asked, but he doesn't really care to ask. Yeah. So that's that so was, uh, like fascinating to like, yeah, that. Yeah, I, I know, right? But like, because he, um, he, he said that he said WWE never asked him. They never asked him to go. It's so strange, isn't it? I, I know, I know, right? That's weird. He was like, he said, it, it, "Why like, wouldn't I, they explain it to him?" Like, like if they're not asking, like if he can't go because the Saudi but, Arabian but, but, don't but want Sammy, him there. Sammy said he never asked though. Like he yeah, never but, asked. What you're telling me? Every single wrestler who goes. They ask, "Can I go?" So you know, it's <laughs> no. bullshit, mate. Like, no, they... no, 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 no. He he was saying he never asked why they never asked him to go. Yeah, but them as a company, even if you're like, if you're not, say, I'm sure, like, if they didn't take someone who's regularly on TV for whatever reason, they'd explain it to them and say, oh, "We're not taking you to Saudi Arabia because uh, we want you to have a rest or." We want you to be available for SmackDown, and we don't want any problems. Well, you know, whatever the reason may be, they would explain it. Mm. But because the conversation is difficult for them to have, they haven't explained it to him. He's never asked because he doesn't care because he doesn't want to go. Um, but I just think it's, as a company policy, like from the company's point of view, I think it's pathetic. Um, they should have explained it to him because. If they're being told by the Saudi Arabian government you he cannot come, they should you'd think as human beings be saying to him, Look, you know, you can't go there. It's, it's they they choose who they want or whatever the reason we don't agree with it, but we've got to follow their guidelines. Just from a human point of view, why wouldn't you do that? I yeah, uh, uh, what's the name? Um Yes, like because you know, like basically before every uh, Saudi Arabia show that they do, Sami Zayn do his own yes, Sami Fasiria uh, mobile Sami clinic. Syria. Yeah, and then uh, you know his, his parents are uh, Syrian, and uh, yeah, and I remember yeah in twenty eighteen, uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet they reported that uh, Sami Zayn didn't go to the Greatest Royal Rumble event, and it wasn't his decision, uh, and, and he wasn't brought on to uh, respect the local culture in Saudi Arabia. And then, and then WWE they put out a statement. They was like, um, WWE is committed to embracing individuals from all backgrounds while respecting local customs and cultural differences around the world. And that was that was what they said. So, Jeez, fucking Christ, man, messed up, I'm telling you. But what I um, I never really understood why the WWE didn't. You never see them retweet the Sami Fasiria stuff. You never, um, they've never like seemed to support it at all, which is strange to me because you know they're so about charity and like they use charity work to to promote the company, like you know in no uncertain terms they do. And I never really understood why they didn't do that with his uh, charity. But Shit, they, they don't even retweet Carmella's wine. They went and dropped their own wine. <laughs> crazy man, it's such a strange company. Nah, nah, see, um, that, that 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 was petty as hell right there. Knowing that lady been working on her wine for like the whole year, ain't never yeah. ain't never retweet, ain't never share, but but they went and created. I think that's kind of petty. Of course it is. 
and then i think that's that's more so like her doing that on her own and yeah. like not asking them to help so um so what else was in the in the roundup this week oh edge provided an update on his injury recovery okay he did a, he was on the um the square circle pit podcast and he uh he, he, you know, he, he ain't like, you know, drop no groundbreaking news or nothing like that. It was just, you know, the dude asked him, you know, how he's recovering with him. It's just like, you know, it's been two months. Like, he ain't really been able to do much. He, he, he He's not one of those guys that like to, like, go right back into working out right after surgery. He likes to, yeah. like, like, give it a couple months and, like, just let the surgery, like, let everything flow in a little bit. And then that's when he starts working out. So he was like, uh, he's just, like, probably in a couple weeks, he's going to really start getting back in the gym and, you know, He'll be back. That's all he said. Cool. And uh, yeah, he, uh, the dude asked him about um the, the the dude straight up asked him if he was on the raw creative team. Mm-hmm, right, I was, which I was surprised by. He straight up asked him, and then uh, Edge was just like, "No," but he he explained that the the way the way that he helps talents, it can be perceived that he is on the creative team. But he was like, basically, what he what he said was. He told the wrestlers, every wrestler on the roster, like if they need him, don't hesitate to reach out. If you need an idea, don't hesitate to reach out. Like you know, basically yeah, saying he was an open book, but he he's not on the creative team. But he but he, mm-hmm. he, 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 he said he said he can sing, you know, like he is. So okay, so it's interesting though, isn't it? But like, do you think he he'll be back for Mania and and oh yeah. They're gonna oh, yeah. do him versus Randy Orton for the title. I got this bad feeling. That's their that's their long term plan. No one wants to see that. Um, I noticed in the the roundup as well. You had uh, Alexa Bliss saying she wanted to work with Bray Wyatt many years ago. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we're recording this on a Saturday uh, this week, where we normally record on a Friday before SmackDown. Um. So last night on SmackDown, Alexa Bliss was so good. Drilled a hole in Roman Reigns. Yeah, man, there was there was so many like little nuances to what she was doing. Like, so she is having a match with the uh, Lacey, um, and I think first of all was it the laugh came over the speakers, um, mm-hmm. and then the 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 lights and the noise, like the noise which come plays when the fiend comes out. Played. She did the Sister Abigail and stuff. She looked like like her facial expressions and overall acting at that point was good and then as she's leaving Roman Reigns' music hits for the next segment and as Roman Reigns is posing on the stage she's like stood behind him and the camera angle was very very good you know which should be considering the company's size and production value but the angle was perfect and you just had Alexa Bliss stood behind Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns just looking at him looking at the belt um and I, I'm down for her and the fiend. I gotta be honest. I, I like what they've done with the story. I like that they didn't rush it. Like they played it out for ages and ages and ages. I'm, I like it. Smart. I think SmackDown has been very, very good. Probably for three or four weeks now. I think I've been really impressed with some of the stuff they've done. You've had the Intercontinental title trio stuff with the AJ, Jeff Hardy, and. Uh, Sami Zayn, like it hasn't been like groundbreakingly new creative stuff, but it's been enjoyable. They've all done solid work on the mic. Um, 
I think Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn has definitely added like a extra dynamic as well to the show. I like what he brings. Um, well, and just, I, I, you were I, I was no, going to add something real quick. No, I was, it, it was kind of like the switch topics. Uh, RBD and KD Forbes are no longer on the Impact Wrestling website, so. Oh, that's you know, interesting. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and uh, RVD said last week during the interview that he was going to be working with WWE on some future projects. Uh, right, okay. So maybe he's got like some sort of Legends deal and they're going to do a documentary or something. I, I think that's what it is. Like, I mean, but I, I don't think he should have said that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's something you should have put out there to the public, man. But yeah, that's what he, he said. He just like, does he? Yeah, he. I don't think. I don't think I'll be giving shit. <laughs> like he, 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 he said. He, he said though in that same interview. I remember he was like, you know, impact, impact don't have me in the in the signature intro for their show. But he was like, guess what? I don't give a fuck. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, he doesn't know. Z, he doesn't care. He says whatever he wants to say. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, does he or, or, or doesn't he care? Because I mean, if I didn't care, I probably wouldn't have brought it up. So. Yeah, I guess so. It's, 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 it's a good character to have, though, isn't it? Like, he can get away with doing stuff like that without, um, you know, really kind of. Yeah, but I, I, I know, I, I know RVD was, um, he was charging Impact a lot. So, I mean, I mean, I like, I, I like RVD, but I like, like I, I think Impact has a solid enough roster to the point where they don't need yeah, him, yeah, honestly. Yeah. He's not like, um, he's not like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Bro, and, and RBD has openly said that he doesn't love wrestling anymore. Like, I mean, he loves the sport, but like, he's not. He doesn't have that fire anymore. Like, he's openly said that. That's not no, you know. And I mean, yeah, like, for sure. Like, I'm pretty sure. You know, like, if you if you want somebody that's just like, oh, you just here for the paycheck, and RBD said he's just there for the money. So I mean, Shit. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want nobody around. You know, your young guys like that. That's like just you know. Fuck you! Get the money, like you know. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure they want people in the locker room who like team, you know. Yeah, team, team impact. impact. They want yeah, the guys like to be that. behind so. it, don't they? Um. So just very quickly, we'll talk about Raw. Uh, what do you think of Retribution and their masks and their their names? They they did a promo. What did you think of it? What was your Sla- first impression? Slapjack. Slapjack. That is that is the goat. That is the goat right there. Stop. That's all I got to say. Slapjack. I'll say one thing. Their Twitter game has been on fire. Um, since they've got names and stuff, their Twitter game has been superb. They've been very entertaining on Twitter. However, they like, they, 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 they must have gotten approval for that because I know. Yeah. I, I know. I know, I know. Good damn well they they not just doing that on their own court. Yeah. No, they're not. Um, look. The names aside, like if you take the names away, and they just had their normal like names, I I'm enjoying the retribution stuff. I'm enjoy I, I find it different. I feel I like that they're doing something different. I, all the people who are involved in it are very good. Um, I like the added aspect of a heel stable being the ones who kind of are going after them and standing their ground sort of thing I like that also um, there's of course there's aspects to it like do they need the masks could they have done something better if they wanted to put them in masks like they're all basically in the same mask other than uh, Shane Thorne who's just in this weird one 
it's uh, it's strange and it's um but overall mate i like it I, I as i've said the last couple of weeks though is absolutely imperative that they come in for me like mia yim needs to be in the women's title picture or close enough uh die jack needs to be mm. right up like towards the main event at the top of the card um Dean, uh, what's his name? Dio Madden needs to be like a solid mid card guy. Shane Thorne as well. Like they've, but they've all got. They've got to be winning. They've got to come in. They've got to make an impact. If they're losing by distraction or some dumb shit in like like next week or the week after, that's going to kill them. Like regardless of their names and their look, I don't think the gimmick's dead at the moment. But how they are portrayed from a win-loss point of view, will very much decide on how they're portrayed and how they push goes. Like, I don't think... Like, I don't think that gimmick is dead just because of the masks or just because of the names. Like, there's enough there to make it keep going for it to be good. Would you agree with that? Or do you think it's done? No, I don't think it's done. I think I think I probably got some legs to it. I mean, it just depends on how WWE just goes about it. Like, don't make it corny. Like yeah. the, that, like I, I think they already got off to the wrong start with the whole contract shit. Like, come on now, yeah, bro. Like that. they should have, they should have had him arrested before, and then they should have, they should have had him arrested, and then set up a match for whatever, whatever it is, class of champions, um, and said that because WWE want to be able to control them and they don't want them to damage the equipment and attack their superstars. If they beat the Hurt Business in this four-on-four match or whatever, then then they can have, like, they'll win a contract or something. And you have Adam Pearce tell the Hurt Business, you beat them because we don't want them to have a contract, you know, or whatever, something along those lines. There's ways to do it without that side of it not really making too much sense, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is, you know, it is what it is. Um, Wednesday night was interesting. Um, AW had a little seem to have a lot of guys missing. Um, we saw Miro's first uh, in-ring performance for the AW. It didn't go well. Uh, not so much for him, but the other people involved in the match. There was a lot of uh, how can I say mistakes, botches, mistimings, slips. There was a lot going on. Um, I, I'm sure it wasn't what they would have wanted for the, you know, for that first introduction of of Miro in as a ring worker anyway. But he's talented enough that you know he'll come back from that. It's not too much of an issue. Um, what else took my eye from AEW? Uh, Cody's back. I thought that was, you know, interesting. But he he always gets the biggest power. Like he does, yeah. <laughs> like, like, the boss. Like, like, no, he been gone for like three weeks, bro. <laughs> like my man came back and got the super, super pyro. Like, I was like, jeez. Yeah, I'm not sure about the jet black hair either. That I'm not sure about that. Um, I think I prefer him with his it's blondes. A, it's a choice. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly something. Um, one little nuance on AEW this week I did like was that. They said that the Hangman versus Evil Uno was supposed to be a tag match with him and Kenny, but Kenny wasn't interested or whatever. 
I thought that was like a nice little continuation of the story without hitting you over the head with it um, and without them doing like another promo about it or whatever um, I don't want to see sad cowboy Adam Page I want to see drunk ass kicking Adam Page so I, you know, I hope the sooner we get to that the better Brody Lee is incredible he's so entertaining I just love watching him wrestle do his promos on being the elite everything um, what stood out for you on AEW first of all and also who do you think attacked Matt Hardy or did they confirm that it was Sammy I I, I haven't seen AEW yet but I saw like okay. um, I, I, I like covered the show um, through uh like through post like so I, so yeah, I kept that with it pretty good uh, we didn't get the same dramatics from Ivelisse and uh, Thunder Rosa this week <laughs> no no shooting um, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston was very very enjoyable um, I know they want to do finishes and stuff I I like I would have been upset if they protected Eddie Kingston a bit more. I know they let like he went to sleep, so they kind of protected him. But like I wouldn't have been against the, all the people who came in, coming in just before the finish. I know they don't want to do that type of finish. Um, NXT, Kyle O'Reilly is the number one contender. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's what we want. Yes. And uh, Candice LeRae is the female number one contender. Um, but let's start with uh, old Kyle O'Reilly. Do you watch? Have you watched NXT in full? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I, I, I told you I always switch back and forth between. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I go week by week with AEW and NXT. This week it was just NXT. So, and I haven't really gotten. I, I haven't, well, I haven't gotten around to AEW. I've been. Uh, what's the name? Once I finish uh, my, my work post for the week, I fucking um, I started binging uh, Hunters on Netflix. Little serial killer uh, show. Okay, what's it called? It, it's uh, you, you, because I, I know, I know you do the um, the the serial killer series, like the it, it's called Mind Hunt, my my Mind Hunters on Netflix. Oh the, yeah, I've heard about that. It's supposed dog, to be real good. This show is unreal, dog. Like I'm, I'm like hooked for yeah, real. I, get, I keep meaning to watch it, and then I like. Just there's so much stuff I vibe so behind on everything. Probably because of wrestling. Like there's so much wrestling to watch. I never get a chance to watch the things on Netflix I want to watch. However, we're going to get back onto wrestling because I know we both want to be done in good time today. Um, what did you make of the the gauntlet match? Ooh, it was alright. I mean, I, I was I was more so interested in Kyle O'Reilly winning honestly than anything that was going on in that match. I was like, it's about damn time. I wish they had a crowd for this man because I know people would be cheering for Kyle. Maybe rule. Yeah, know. yeah, they and, would. And, I um, and, and then we always got the the back pocket of Adam Cole and them turning on yeah. Kyle. We always got because because Adam Cole been real nice lately. He been real nice and keeping you know supporting. I mean, so. Like I, I, I feel like they could always go to route Adam Cole getting jealous, but I mean at the same time you don't have to break him up. I kind of don't want him to break up because there's a draft right around the corner and I would, would like to see them all go together to Smackdown or Raw or whatever. Um, i got to say, that my one issue with this match was at no point did I think anyone else but Kyle O'Reilly was winning it. Um, so, 
like there was a little bit of not a problem but like I didn't see them making Bronson Reed maybe Kushida a push um, but generally I was like yeah Kyler Riley's winning this and I was happy with that I was, you know, I was not disappointed whatsoever that Kyler O'Reilly was the winner um, the only one I, I, the only other person in the match that I would have been quite happy with is if it was Timothy Thatcher but I don't think that's uh, they don't seem to see the same thing in a, a Timothy as what everyone else does um, yeah so uh Candice LeRae, number one contender for the women. She won a battle royal. Um, her, her, her versus Io Shirai take over this. You, you want to know what's crazy, bro? Did, did, did they um did they wrestle last year around this time at the takeover? Takeover Toronto? Yeah, I think they did. They were one on one, right? Yeah, I'm sure they did. But they got uh, they got there's some good story there. So I'm you know was she did she was she who you thought was gonna win it? Who Candice? Yeah. I mean, they, they they did a real good job of that, making me believe it was going to be Candice. Because at, at first, I thought it was either going to be Raquel Gonzalez or Rhea Ripley. Because they, they, they was building those two up throughout the match. So I thought it was going to be one of those two. Then they swerved us, and both of them got eliminated. So, uh, I mean, I, I didn't really think Shossi was going to make a Shossi just face EO last week. So, mm. you know. But Maybe I, I, Dakota Kai. Like, yeah. But, but like I mean, her, but. Yeah, but uh, I, I think Candice and Eo gonna have a they gonna have a banger. They had a like that match they had at Takeover last year was really good. So I'm yeah, not gonna be surprised. Toronto, they, yeah, but um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, um, you see, you see, you see that memory. You see that memory right there. Unbelievable, mate. I'm too, <laughs> I'm too old. I gotta look things up. I'm too old. I, my memory's gone. I can't remember yesterday. Um, <laughs> just very quickly, um, what do you make of Ridge Holland so far? Do you kind of get, get, garnered your interest and stuff, or is it just like mm, yeah. wait, wait until he gets a, like a real a real matchup and a real feud? He a big dude. He is a big dude. I mean, okay, the, I, I remember he dro- he dropped Johnny Gargano on his damn head a couple of weeks ago. That's <laughs> not a good start, is it? It's <laughs> not a great start. I, I, I mean, but obviously he like still kind of. I mean, he got the look, so I mean, you know. Yeah, from the look point of view, though, like him versus Punishment Martinez could be good, couldn't it? It's just a matter of, you know, just finding finding the right story, finding the right thing. You you, you, want to know who, like, what the hell happened to, um, uh, what's that dude's name, man? Uh, Lars Sullivan. What the hell happened to him? Mm, Last time I heard, he was struggling with, like, mental health and stuff and didn't look like he was going to come back. But I I know his old porn video came out. Yeah. Yeah, gotta be careful what you film these days. <laughs> All right, next topic, bro. It always comes out. Bro. Always comes out. Um, I don't really want to talk about Raw because it's so bad. Um, no. One of the we, few we, like we the, one uh, of the few things I do like. I do like heel Alistair Black. I gotta say, we, we get we go to the uh, the clash. The, the clash. clash clash champion predictions. Have you got the card? Or do you need me to get it quick? Yeah, I got the card. Got him. All right. So we we we, we about to see who who who's the who's the real true predictor of this podcast? Because Sai Swizz is him. Sai Swizz up and down that it is him. So here we go. Here we go. We got on the pre-show Oscar versus Alina Vega for the Raw Women's Title. Jesus Christ! Why is that on the pre-show? That should be open in the show. Um, they might as well just o- put it on o- the main Oscar's, show. Oscar's gonna squish her. So, 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 let me ask you this: so, since 
do, do you think uh, that they should have kept it going with Sasha Banks and Bailey just a little bit longer with their tag team? Because I think now we about to yeah. like from that. I, I think now until the Royal Rumble, we was about to get like filler matches for Oscar, bro. Like it's about to be like her versus Lana, her versus Natalia. Yeah, like, right. yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's what Should've I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That, 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 like who, who? So who would you like? Between now and the Royal Rumble, who who would you like, you know, pulling for Oscar? There ain't really nobody there, bro. <laughs> no, I, I like I as like we talked about Bianca Belair last week. She should be in the title picture, of course. Remember, but they, but they gonna put her in the title match. She didn't win. Yeah, I want, win. I want. That's it. Like, I only want her in that feud if she's gonna have like a prolonged feud with Oscar, which results in her winning eventually. Like, I don't want it just in a filler match. Oscar wins. That's it. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think Oscar will win in like three minutes or something. We got a uh, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz for the U.S. title. I wonder whether they may put it on Apollo Cruz because Raw is so heel heavy that if they put the title on him, it makes more sense for future feuds. Because you've got like Alistair Black, you've got the Retribution guys, you've got uh, Seth Rollins. There's there's a lot of heels. Cedric Alexander. There's lo- lots of heels there for him to feud with. Whereas if you keep it on Bobby Lashley, they are a bit limited. So I I think I'll go with a th- Apollo Cruz that one. So we yeah uh, uh, yeah I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Bobby Lashley and Oscar for the uh, first two matches we said we got okay. the. Um, we got the Street Profits defending the Raw Tag Titles against Andrade and Angel Garza. I think they're going to pull the pull the trigger on Garza and Andrade finally. I don't think so. I think I think they're going to continue. Uh, I, I, I think I, I think moaning at each other. I think Andrade and Garza are going to have a singles match at some point. I think it's going to be a banger. If they just leave. Oh them like, God, it's going to be awesome! But give them like twenty five minutes. Breaking tag teams up constantly. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, the Street Profits. Okay. When the, dog, the Street Profits been tag team champions for a minute. Yeah, uh, they're entertaining this helmet. Good, good, good long reign right there. Uh, but we got a uh, one, one of the matches I'm probably the most excited for. Honestly, they got the triple threat ladder match for the IC title. We got Jeff Hardy versus AJ versus Sami Zayn. I got, I got, I got money on Jeff Hardy taking some crazy ass bump. Yeah. I hope that. They put it on Sami Zayn, um, but I'd be happy if it's anyone but Jeff Hardy. I know that sounds really bad, but he just doesn't entertain me anymore. Look, 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 look at you! Look at you! Um, turn, turning on the childhood hero, tragic. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm going Sami Zayn. Yeah. Uh, Got the SmackDown tag titles. We got uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke defending against Lucha House Party, but we don't know which members of Lucha House Party are going to be in the match because they're all beefing with each other. I mean, well, Kalisto is beefing with uh, Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado. So yeah, that's a bit weird. I'm I kind of sure. like it. I mean, at least they at least they doing something yeah. Yeah, better than none. They're gonna lose, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're gonna lose, and then they're gonna have oh, to scrap. Oh, off oh, 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 I think Kalisto. If he don't get in the match, he might cost them. I, 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 I ain't gonna make a little prediction. Sheamus is gonna come in when they're like the the Lucha House Party is gonna try and use the number game to cheat to win and um, give the like give Nakamura and um, 
Cesaro a taste of their own medicine and then Sheamus is going to come in and brogue kick one of them behind the referee's back and then they'll win and they'll align Sheamus with so it'll be the bar and Shinsuke there you go uh, if it happens I will be tweeting it out so there we go I'm stealing your idea yeah, uh, you always do always do <laughs> so we got uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending the women's tag titles against Ruby Rad and Liv Morgan you think they surely got to put it on Liv and Ruby Riot? No? I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I I sure. I, 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 I can't. Because if they was, they'd have been did that by now. Like mm. I, 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 they, I they put, they've been on a bit of a run though of wins, haven't they? It's, it's WWE side. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> now, hey, I'm gonna ask you: Have you seen Lana been taking the table bump the past two weeks? Yeah, she loves that shit. She must. Uh, she's like, I. I want to take some proper bumps, and she's like, woof. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, we got a. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Nia Shayna Baszler on that. With the retain. Yeah. We got Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's title against Nikki Cross. Do we see Sasha Banks cause Bailey the title, or does Bailey retain it? Do we no. see Sasha, um, attack her? Uh. I think Bailey wins. I I can't see them putting the title on Nikki Cross. Um, Nikki Cross is like Bailey's personal jobber. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think they should have Sasha come out still. I think they should hold off. Sasha. Sasha. I think they should hold off on it. I think they should keep her off TV, especially after the second attack. I think they should keep her off. But I think she will probably come out after the match and attack Bailey. From the, <laughs> so, from so, 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 Sal, when, when does Sasha Banks versus Bailey happen? When, when, when does this happen? It should happen. Uh, Survivor Series. I, I, I kind of like that, but I, I, I just think dragging out the WrestleMania at this point is a stretch. Like, Yeah, no, Survivor Series, stretch, and then bro. split them in the draft after Survivor Series, and then you have, you have Bailey retain, you split them up in the draft, Sasha, uh, Sasha goes to Raw, and then Sasha wins the wins World the Royal Rumble. Rumble. Ah, look at you! Face her up WrestleMania. Ah, we'll be tweeting that out, sir. Thanks for the idea. I hope I get a bunch of retweets off that one. Yeah, but, uh, loads of engagement. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Bailey with the retain. Then we got cousin versus cousin. We got Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso for the Universal Championship. I think we all know Roman is retaining, but I think yeah. this is going, I think this is going to be a real good match, real quick. So I had this idea. I was like, if, if, if they had a crowd for this match, dog, you you want to know what I would have did? You know, you want to be my finish? I would have had, if he was able, Jimmy Uso be under the ring for this match. Jay Uso is Jay Uso and Roman Reigns both both laid out in the ring. Referee not paying attention. Do the Jimmy twin J- do the twin switch. Jimmy come in two two super kick the reins. Uso splash one two three, and then the referee kind of notices like or, or somebody to or, or matter of fact don't, don't even do he notices. Do Paul Heyman tips them off and like hey, yeah yeah like, hey check check under the ring. That's not because that's not the Uso that was supposed to be in this match, and then the referee, cute, you know, of course he comes to be. Yeah, reverse decision. Re- re- reverse decision. They run it tease back. Tease the fans. Yeah, they tease te- 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 the fans. They run it back, and then Roman Reigns pins Jay Uso, and they just leave it at that. Yeah. And then, but that would have been the coolest shit. Can, can you imagine? Like, so, so can you imagine the pop? 
with fans in the crowd. Yeah, but with fans, with fans in the crowd, if one of the Usos won the Universal chat dog, can, can you just be imagine? Insane, mate. It'd now, be so good. R- 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 real quick, so, so let me let me ask you this: What what would have been the bigger pop for fans in the crowd? Right, one of the Usos winning the world title, or Brody Lee's debut in his hometown for AEW, which would have been a bigger, <laughs> which would have been a bigger pop. I think the Usos, mate, because I just think yeah, yeah, longevity. People love them; they really do. So I just think that that would have been huge. Um, I should yeah, we should we should have mentioned, by the way, uh, the promo which Jey Uso cut yesterday on SmackDown to end the show was fire, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that was when really he said, good. He's... Um, he said, do you know what people see when they see they come up to me or they see me? He said, which one are you? And I was like, oh, that's so good. Shivers down my spine, bro. Amazing. Yeah, nah, that was a, uh, that was a, uh, that, that was that was really, 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 really good. I, I like the way he said, uh, what would he say? He he said, you know, when pe- people always knew you as the big dog. Really, he was like, mm. when people see me, they ask me which twin am I. Yeah, you know, I, so that, good, bro. I, that, that was a real solid line. Really, really, really solid line. Yeah, they've sold it well, better than I thought they would do. Gotta be honest, because they uh, they don't always do these guys justice with the stuff, the storytelling. Um, what we got up next was that the main event? No, no, we got uh, Drew McIntyre as Randy Orton in the ambulance. You ambulance match, bro. You can deny it all you want, but you know what's ha- you know what's coming. Uh, what's coming? The the veteran is going to bring it home. He's going to take the title. They're going to put it on Randy Orton ready for the Edge feud. And people are going to be bored shitless. As much as Randy Randy Orton's run recently has been very, very good. Like, whatever you think of of him personally and the things that he's done or said. Like, his run as a heel and rehashing the legend killer gimmick has been very good. Very Mm -hmm. entertaining. One of the few good things on Raw. Alongside Retribution. Thank you very much. Um, I don't want to see him have the title, though. I really don't. But I think they're going to put it on him. Here we go. Um, Randy Orton. Who, 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 who you got for that one? I'm going... I'm going... Interference from Keith Lee. After Randy Orton putting him in the head. That's what I'm going. And then... No, I don't think he's going to get put on the match. I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't think this is going to be the main event. I think Reigns versus Uso is going to be the main event. And I think this, this match is going to be a... Uh... But you you ain't know what I would do, honestly, bro. Like, if this, if this match... It, well, I mean, it's an ambulance match. I don't really know if there's any disqualifications on that. But I think if, I think if Keith Lee interfered, I, w- I wouldn't mind if they ran it back the next night on Raw just to pop a rating uh, three-way for the WWE Championship. Keith Lee versus... Orton versus McIntyre in the main event. I wouldn't be yeah. mad at that. No, I, I think that's a good idea. I wouldn't be mad at that. It's a good idea, bro. But, you know, whether they do that, I don't know. I just don't know what they're doing these days, mate, with Raw. <laughs> all over the place. It's, uh, it's truly unbelievable. Um, and that's your Clash of Champions predictions. So, uh, yeah, anything else you want to cover, mate, before we go? No, oh, I'll tell you what we need to talk about very quickly. You uh, you dropped episode one of your new podcast on post-wrestling this week. 
Yeah, uh, that was a good tell time. Tell us about that. Tell us about that briefly. Uh, it was just, you know, just a review show that, that we're going to be doing once a month. Myself and uh, Martin Bushby, we had a... Uh, we had we had we had Uncle Nate on the podcast, Nate Milton, uh, to 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 open our our first episode of the you know the series. We're just gonna do it once a month. It's just gonna be a re- retro review, um, you know, some cool that we think like it's not gonna be all WWE. We probably you know go back and look at some old uh, early two thousand ROA shows, uh, some early New Japan stuff, you know, maybe some old some throwback independent shows. You know, it's gonna be a, it's a variety show. Some you know, some real solid stuff. It was it was real fun. Man. I liked the first. The first episode we did, it was just a good time. Yeah, yeah. It was I haven't caught it yet, but I've got it lined up ready to listen to. Probably tomorrow actually when I'm doing some editing and stuff. But um where can people find it, mate? Like uh you can go on Apple Podcasts, man. Uh search the Brit uh excuse me, search the uh, the British wrestling experience because it's on that podcast feed or you go to postwrestling dot com and you know, just uh look look for it on there. It's all all over the sites on the main page and the on the um one of the front headers too so you just check that out spotify stitcher it's everywhere man go check it out indeed check it out check it out check it out you can also find the keeping it real series on ace podcast nation spotify stitcher everywhere apple Podcasts, google podcasts tune in radio iheart radio and of course the video versions at youtube.com slash ace podcast nation mm-hmm. so many great shows recorded and live also visit youtube.com slash andrew thompson interviews for some of the greatest wrestling interviews that are out there back in the early 2000s it was all about the shoot interviews when youtube Mm. first started being Mm. big now it's just about andrew thompson interviews if you're not subscribed subscribe now andrew it is always a pleasure mate always a pleasure Hopefully we're back in the Friday night slot though next week because my wife does not. You know, <laughs> she's, she's, she's not a happy camper. Bless her, but she um, she I can't follow. Her. She's a legend. But uh, yeah, are we, are we are we on for next week, mate, or do you not know yet? Are we on for next week, bro? Yeah, boy. We'll be talking Clash of Champions as well as the TV of the week, and of course Andrew Thompson's roundups on postwrestling.com. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.